Hi guys, it's Melissa with Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness. Today I wanted to talk to you about lifting others up. This is such an important topic because as we move through our daily lives, it can become so easy to become negative and to let things affect us. I know I've talked about this before. And when we do that, we send out a ripple effect. You know, we either have a ripple effect of negativity or one of positivity. And we talked about that before, but it's so true. And it's so much easier to just allow things to bother us, to get us down, and to make us angry and upset. And when we do that, our interactions with others become negative, and we tend to be very snippy with others. We are not very nice. And that's just not a way to live. It might make you feel better in the short term, but all of those things that you've done to someone else, you're going to have to go back and fix. I mean, these are people that you have to deal with every day. And when you are mean and condescending and snippy with them, you're going to have to go back the next day and deal with them again. And so there's going to be a lot of backpedaling and making things right. And that's not good. I mean, that's just more headache. And really, there was no reason to have to do that in the first place. Because we can't allow ourselves to get down and to be negative. We need to surround ourselves with cheerleaders. Life is rough as it is. And we need positive people around us who are going to lift us up. And we need to lift up others. It's not always easy to do, but it's so necessary. And sometimes just your kind words can have such a powerful impact on someone else. I like to think of an example where, you know, as a teacher, many of us eat lunch together. And if another teacher comes in and says, oh my gosh, my class is horrible today. They were awful. They were off the wall. It was so stressful. I couldn't even control them. They weren't listening. And start the tirade of complaining, which we do. We're all guilty of. And and you have to get that stuff out. You have to vent. But how much more effective would it be if we said to that teacher, oh gosh, yeah, that's frustrating. I bet that was very, very, you know disruptive for you. I'm sure that that was awful. Have you tried this? You know, kids are like that. That'll happen. It's okay. You're a good teacher. You'll figure this out. To be encouraging rather than, because it could be so easy for a teacher to come in and say, my kids were awful. It was a terrible day. And be like, yeah, you kind of suck as a teacher. Like you don't have any classroom management. I mean, that's one extreme, but can you picture that? I mean, how would your interaction go? If instead of trying to build up the teacher and saying, yeah, you know, we've all gone through that. It's really horrible when it's happening, but here's some things we've done that kind of help. And maybe you could try that or, yeah, I know you're doing your best. You're really a good teacher. But here's some things that work when the kids just aren't paying attention sometimes. Instead of saying, yeah, you kind of suck. You're a bad teacher, you know. I mean, like I said, that is an opposite extreme. But you can see from that example What would happen if you told the teacher, yeah, you're terrible, or yeah, that's just the way it is, suck it up, sister. That's not helpful. That's not allowing her to grow or learn anything, and her day is probably just going to get worse. 
But if we are able to interject, I mean, it's great for someone to be able to vent and let us know how their day was going. You don't have to stop them from that because it's good to get it out. But it's helping them to shift their mindset and say, yeah, you know what, that hour did go badly, but hey, try this in your next hour. Maybe this will help. Maybe this will make it better. Because I know teachers who have a bad lesson and they'll continue to teach that same lesson every hour, knowing that it was a bad lesson just because they don't want to change. And wouldn't it be better to change up your lesson plan so that the next few hours go so much better? I mean, it's like that old quote, if you keep doing the same thing and expecting different results, that's the definition of insanity. It's true. Why would you keep doing the same thing over and over again if it's not working? But somebody might not know, hey, try something different if we're not willing to step up and lift them up. And that's the thing. I mean, you can lift someone up in so many ways during their day. Think about your coworkers or even your family members. It's like if my children come to me and say, you know what, I, I think I bombed this test or this quiz. I could say to them easily, what? Why did you do that? You didn't study enough. And I could start yelling at them. That is not going to do a thing for them. That's going to make the situation worse and it's going to make them feel bad about themselves. Instead of doing that, I would say to them, what happened? Why do you think you did poorly? Well, how did you prepare? How did you study? And not in a derogatory term, you know, tone or accusing them of anything, but just trying to be understanding and being a sounding board for them and then also giving them suggestions. Well, what do you think you could do differently next time? Well, you know, here's what I used to do when I was your age, and it helped me, but not doing it in a way that is bossy. That's how your kids are going to see it. Not bossing them and not making them feel badly for what they did, but instead lifting them up and saying, yeah, you know what happened? I mean, think about it. How many of us failed quizzes? We've all been there. We've done it. I remember whenever I was in college, I had a a class. I think it was political science, and I thought I was failing the class. And I called my dad, crying my eyes out. And I'm like, Dad, you know, I don't even know if he could understand me on the phone because I'm like, I'm getting an F. And I was so upset. And I, you know, was talking to him about failing I literally thought about driving my car into a tree because I didn't want to face my parents having this bad grade. And when I talked to my dad and told him that I was failing or that I thought I was failing, all he said to me was, well, I know you're smart and you're capable. I'm sure that you can pull it around. I was expecting him to yell at me. And honestly, that made me feel worse than if he had yelled at me because here, you know, I knew I was disappointing him more to think that he thought I was capable, he knew I could do it, but he was right in the long run by giving me that speech and just saying, you know what, you've got it, I know you can do it, you'll turn this around, and he was right, I did. I totally turned it around with a paper that I had to write because I'm really good at writing things, but you know, it was just my own ego getting in there and saying, you can't do this, you're failing, and oh my gosh, And I don't even think I was really failing. I think I had a low C, but for me, that was failing. But I was just so distraught. And at that time in my life, that to me was something that I really thought that 
would be worth ending my life, which is so stupid now. I mean, now you think about it, like that never even would have been an issue. Like if I had failed it, so what? I would have had to take one extra class. Oh, well, it happens. But my, you know, early 20s, late teen brain thought it was the end of the world. But because my dad decided to lift me up instead of putting me down and telling me that I was stupid or, you know, he was disappointed in me instead by saying, you know, you've got this. I know you can handle it. It actually made me realize that I could. And so we have to do that with our children and with people we work with as well. You know, when someone comes into you and you know how it is, your boss can say one thing to you and if they say it in a certain tone, you feel like your whole stomach, like your bottom strapping out of your stomach and you feel that, that pit in your stomach and it's just a horrible feeling of like, oh, I messed up. But if we were, as coworkers, people who would say, you know what, it's okay, you're going to be okay, they didn't mean it like that, they're probably just having a bad day, if we lift one another up, it would be amazing how much of a difference that would make. And Hopefully you have people who do that for you. I mean, I, I can think of coworkers for me who do that for me. And I love and appreciate them so much because it makes me feel better. And I have coworkers who will come to me and say, Oh my gosh, the principal came in when it didn't look like the students were engaged, but we really were. And we just shifted to something else. You know, we all have those moments. And, you know, I'll say to them, It's okay. I'm sure he knew that. I'm sure... You know, he only stopped in for two seconds. Had he stayed longer, he would have realized that, you know. That's all right. He was just trying to show up and show his face and show that he's being positive. You know, I'm sure he wasn't looking for that. And and it does help. You know, it helps you out when people make you feel better and lift you up. Because really, we're all we have. I mean, life happens to us and bad things happen. And we can't always control that. But we can control how we react to it and we can control how we help others. And if we would just lift one another up, it would make our day so much better. And in turn, when you lift up others, they generally turn around and do the same for you. I mean, not everybody will, but for the most part, you know who those people are. When you lift them up, they will turn around and do the exact same thing for you. And it is such a blessing to have people like that. You know, we need to be surrounded by positive people And we need to let go of our hurts and grudges, too. Um, You know, I think about people who lift me up. But sometimes you come across people who normally they may lift you up, but then every once in a while they might have a grudge or something happens and they don't want to let it go. You know, we can't be those people either. We can't hold on to things like grudges and not letting go because life is too short And not only that, but you're really hurting yourself more than the other person because you are expending so much more energy being angry and upset at somebody than you are the person you're angry upset at because half the time they don't even realize you're angry and upset. Or if they do, it's like, okay, well, I guess they'll get over it. You know, they don't spend that much energy, but you spend a ton of energy thinking of all the ways you're going to get back at them or just being angry and upset. And that really doesn't do you any good. So we really need to let go of hurts and grudges. We need to be confident and strong. 
You know, I think so many of us doubt our own abilities, and I've talked about that before, but it is so important for you to be confident in your abilities and to be strong. And when we are, that's when people come to us and they want us to be their cheerleaders because they believe in us and they trust in us and they know that we are very valuable to them. And that says a lot about you, that people want you to build them up. God only wants good things for us, and when we come across challenges in life, we oftentimes think that those challenges are happening to us, when really they're happening for us. Challenges bring us an opportunity to learn and grow, and if we didn't learn and grow and we remain stagnant and complacent, our lives would be boring. There's no... There's nothing interesting about doing the same thing every day, every way. I mean, that's boring. But not only that, you can't level up if you don't go through challenges. Think of video games. Think of Super Mario Brothers. Yes, I know I'm dating myself here, but if you think about it, every new level gets a little bit more competitive. There are more challenges, but the reward is sweeter. You have more of a reward when you get to the end of level two than you do at level one. And there's a reason for that. We're leveling up. And yes, that's going to cause us to run into more challenges. But what it's challenging us to do is to react. How are we going to react to our challenges? We can either do the same thing we've always done and expect different results, which is what I said earlier. What? Insanity. You're not going to get different results if you keep doing the same things you did. So you can learn to change your mindset and you can learn to react differently to the challenges in life instead of being negative and giving up and saying, oh, this always happens to me and falling right back into that victimhood trap. You can stop, take a look at what's going around and say, okay, I have a choice in how I'm going to react to this. This is the way that I used to react and it yielded this result. What if I do something different? What if I choose instead to remain positive and to do something different and see what happens? And life is like a drawing board. Sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. And you'll know. It's test constantly to figure out what works for us and what doesn't. But doing the same thing over and over again definitely won't work for you. So you got to figure it out. And being around people who want to lift you up is only going to help you. Because if something happens that puts you in crisis mode, which for some of us takes very little, because some of us, let's face it, are drama queens or drama kings, and we feed off of that drama. But for some of us, it would take a lot because we built up a lot of resistance. We don't like drama and we just try to get through our day. You're somewhere on that spectrum. That's fine. But if you surround yourself with people who lift you up when a crisis occurs, You have people who can talk you down. You know, it's like you're on that ledge. You're like, oh my gosh, one more thing. And I'm just, I'm going to jump. And your people are going to say, stop. It's all right. This is not the end of the world. You're probably making it 10 times worse in your head than it really is. Now let's take a look at this logically. What happened? Okay, that's what this could mean. It probably means this. It's great to have those people to talk to you and to help you because our challenges are really there to help us learn. 
When we learn the lessons, we get to move on. So if we are surrounding ourselves with people who are positive, then we're going to get positive advice. We're going to be able to move through these things with ease and grace. And it's going to go so much better for us and be smooth for us. And same thing for you. If you're the person, when someone comes to you in crisis, and you're able to lift them up instead of criticizing them, you're going to help them out. And I know you want people like that for you to be able to go to. So you also need to be that person for someone else. And I'm not saying that you have to be at someone's beck and call. If you have a person who is constantly coming to you and their life is constantly falling apart and it's always drama, that's an energy vampire. And you don't want to be that for someone else because they're going to drain you dry of your own energy. So you need to have a healthy boundary with that. Maybe saying, look, I can help you with one problem, excuse me, with one problem a week, and that's it. It's okay to put up those healthy borders and boundaries with people. But just lifting others up, that's important. God wants us to know that we need to be there for each other. We are put here on earth with other human beings for a reason. It's all about love, guys. That's what we're here to learn. Unconditional love. And when you are tearing others down, gossiping, being super snarky to people, you have missed the point. So who do you need to be kind to today? Who do you need to lift up today? And who's going to lift you up? It should be reciprocal. I hope that you will take the opportunity to help others, to lift someone up today, and that you have someone you know you can go to to lift you up when you need it. It's okay to ask for help. It's okay to rely on each other. I am sending you so much love, peace, and light. I will talk to you again soon. Bye-bye.